My third watch of this episode was when I realized this is not this is not like a pleasant pastime. This is real work. <laughs> Holy shit. Are you, are you, are you ready? Funny. Expensive. Wanna Whatever. Be happy. Hey everyone. Welcome back to The Funny Papers, a show where 3.30-somethings share a collective psychosis about the classic 90s cartoon show, Doug. I'm Mike, and with me are my friend Sam. It puts the lotion on its skin or else it watches Doug again. And Jim. All of Western philosophy is a footnote to James Bond fanfiction. And joining us today, we have another very special guest, uh, another one of Jim's siblings, Steve. Welcome, Steve. Hello. <laughs> Hey, so pretty pumped to be here. Uh, it's uh, what is it? What is your relationship with Doug? How how do you feel about this show? Like most people, my introduction to Doug was this podcast. Um, <laughs> oh, um, God. I vaguely remember it from my youth. Uh, I guess that goes back to like I guess in, in in grade school. I remember that it existed. I remember seeing out on like little posters around the school. Maybe they had I don't know why we had those. That was weird. Sure. But they always had like these weird like little Nickelodeon ads. So I knew it existed. Never watched it. <laughs> never saw an episode until you assholes started recording this. And uh, now I've seen like a handful. And why? Reason, yeah, that's a great question. I don't know. We why did, I did tell I you that. not to do this. <laughs> I stopped that habit after the third or fourth, and I was like, "No, we don't. We don't need. We can just listen to the podcast and get enough to know what we need to know about this to affect your life." And in fact, all other things. Oh my god! My wife, though, my wife did did watch it a fair amount as a child. So when she does catch me watching Doug, she's like, "I remember that. I vaguely remember this episode." She's like, "What the hell was I doing?" That's everyone's relationship to it. They. They vaguely remember it. Yeah. <laughs> so you got to imagine, like, seeing her face when we, uh, so I, I watched this one a grand total of three times just to really dive <laughs> in. And boy, I, I brought some, I, I did some work for you guys on this one. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I've become obsessed with your guys' time time questions. So uh, I, did, I did a bit of a deep dive on one of the time questions. Um, Dude, hell yeah. And she, uh, she, she's always known there are some problems with me, but this, this made her more worried about my mental health than she ever has been before. <laughs> has, uh, has she listened to this show before? Yeah, she, she, she listens every now and then. I, I have it on in the background on, uh, on the occasional weekend day. So <laughs> Playing she, it on the boom says, box. Yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, here comes that Doug again. <laughs> I'm, like... I'm not sure if she approves necessarily, but she'll, she'll listen along from time to time. Amazing. I love it. She's going to refuse uh, to listen to this episode. Just, no, no, I can't do this. <laughs> She's been exposed to this episode enough times already. I don't think she'll ever listen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. Uh, well, uh, thank you you uh steve's wife for uh you know being supportive in all this you are awesome as well uh steve thank you i feel vaguely apologetic for this but not enough to have stopped it <laughs> steve before we move on there was something you said in there that like really took was your school sponsored by nickelodeon <laughs> Is it i don't uh, so i scholastic can't put it together in retrospect we yeah, had scholastic book probably fairs. What was it? Like probably like five. Jim probably remembers what those boards look like. Yeah. Like these giant, probably like five by six foot rectangular sort of like plasticky like build, like, like just like, I don't know what they are. Like it's, it looks like a bulletin board, but it's not. It just had like ads for, it had ads for movies. It had ads for TV. I'm sure it was a way of like getting money for a 
fairly not that well off school district. I mean, it's fine, but whatever. I mean, it's a good way to make money as a school district. Gotcha. It's just like have some advertising space. But in retrospect, kind of shitty, right? Yeah, <laughs> hugely. I hadn't thought about that until just At now. At least advertise the good cartoons. Add like you know, advertise too for like you know our population of X many like. Yeah. K through five. Yeah, Sam ha- made the right call there because they all also they had the little Scholastic logo in the corner. So I'll bet you that it yeah. was something to do with like the Scholastic yeah, book, the fairs. book fair. By the way, I I got one of the Doug books and I will be doing a book review shortly. I'm oh. so fucked. Oh, <laughs> please, please don't. <laughs> you can't stop I've me. Inflicted enough harm on the world, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. dude. I. I love that we have, like, basically in you, Steve, we have, like, done the opposite of our mission statement, which was, like, kind of to expose that this show existed and everybody sort of, like, accepted it as something that they remembered and were, was good, but you didn't have anything to do with it, and then you watched it because of the show, so we... Yeah, we no, I was thinking back, I mean, like, I think I was watching South Park at that age, at, like, prime dugging age, I mean, I, I think I was in, like, fourth grade or so, and my family was like, yeah, South Park's fine. Um, so we, we watched a lot of that. We did not watch Nickelodeon. We, were all, we, had, we watched Fox cartoons a lot. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we did a lot of Animaniacs. I remember there was a very brief Dragon Ball Z phase. Yeah. I watched a little bit of the Pokemon cartoon after school. I remember that a little bit. But I never did Nickelodeon. We did some WB. We did some Fox. We never did. We were never a Nickelodeon family. Mm-hmm. It's just not what we did. Until now, when you're part of. Until now, part of that our... every one of your siblings has been on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. I, I was going to say, when you guys were introducing me, I was like, we could imagine there were like eight other Jim siblings out there just lying in the wings. <laughs> yeah, no. In the event that more are found, we have containment teams to handle that. <laughs> no, every guest that we have on after this, we're going to introduce as Jim's brother or sister. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Oh, God. Especially get biden on the show yes, <laughs> yes. this is my brother joe he's ancient and he has some opinions oh god welcome to the show joey oh shit all right well now that you're part of our greater nickelodeon family uh let's talk about an episode uh today we will be covering episode 23 part two of doug and if you're following along on youtube for some reason i'm so sorry uh this is episode 25 due to the time break and in all episodes after the first doug was separated into two 12-minute shorts Episode 23, part two's title is Doug's Dental Disaster. Triple D. Old Triple D. There's also Uh, no disaster in this episode. That's right. Nothing happens. Nothing fucking happens in this episode. (laughs) Well, uh, Skeeter puts his his uh fingers directly in doug's mouth at one point so like i said that, nothing that happens. i'm not sure if that's true did he he had instruments right, at first he? he had instruments but then he discards <laughs> them and puts his fingers right in his mouth <laughs> oh my god yeah <laughs> sam would the only part it's the only part that had any emotional resonance for me it was <laughs> just, more just like a subdued like fist pump instead of any actual like <laughs> real emotion <laughs> you just had to like burst that out of the gate right now you're just like i can't wait <laughs> That's right. It's the, it's the best part. He's been revving. He's been sitting there in neutral, just revving the internet <laughs> Skeeter's hands, Doug's mouth comment. He's like, all right, That's now right. it's good. Yeah. I picture Sam sitting in his apartment watching this and just half-heartedly bring his fing- his hand up to his mouth and half-heartedly blowing a kazoo that he keeps for such <laughs> events. Yeah. Oh, it's the God. horny kazoo. Oh, my God. 
Is it a lot in this show? <laughs> Before we give him more reason to blow it just yet, uh, let's walk through how this episode begins. Uh, normally, like uh, in most Doug episodes lately, it begins with kind of like an interesting or fantasy. Uh, it shows uh, Smash Adams, but in this case, the real Smash Adams, not Doug's version. A grown ass man. <laughs> yeah. Grown ass man who is animated in a different style to anybody else we've seen thus far. Yeah. I was going to say, he looks very different. He does not belong in the Doug Because he looks cool and confident. <laughs> and he has real hands. Yeah. <laughs> is this what cartoons look like in the Doug universe? I guess. Are cartoons shaped like us and we're shaped like cartoons? I. I mean, I guess because, like, so it shows that this is, like, they're watching a movie of uh, the real Smash Adams, who's also a comic book character. So, yeah, maybe he might be a cartoon, huh? Yeah. Um, I do like for- how Doug's imagination version of Smash Adams is just called Smash Adams. He doesn't even yeah! come up with his own, like, spin on it. It's just like, oh, yeah, I'm James Bond. <laughs> I mean, I guess that makes sense, because, like, when kids are playing, like, James Bond or playing Star Wars or whatever, they'll call well, them the characters, right? another thing I noticed in this episode is I've, I've pointed out repeatedly in the previous Quailman episodes that he never engages in violence, and I thought this was because that... They, it's a children's cartoon, and they don't want to see you have him punch people. But as Smash Adams, Doug punches everybody. He gets <laughs> yep. in fights. He, 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 they actually have action sequences. Yeah. I I think it's an intentional choice that Quailman issues violence and that Smash Adams doesn't. Because, I mean, like, they tried to give Quailman the idea of, like, he's a mental power guy. But with Smash Adams, like, what are they going to choose between punching guys or, like, having Shooting sex? Shooting them square yeah, well, like, we already know that the having sex featured. That was right. they included that element uh, of the did, Smash Adams mythos. What I'm saying true. is, like, half the point of a superhero thing is to punch something. Like, don't Fair. just give me some action superhero part, please. <laughs> God, anything. Well, <laughs> I would like to point out, like, additionally, it is weird that Doug is watching a Bond flick because it's '92. And as such, the franchise has kind of been dead for, like, five years. Like, the history of Bond is lengthy, and I won't go into it. But Bond has very clearly been on a downwards trend. The movies in the 80s were just god-awful. And by the tail end, they're just kind of, let's just leave this to die. In 95, GoldenEye will come out and single-handedly revitalize the franchise. But yeah, that's actually my big question on this one because I have. Um, do we know when this episode was, was made? Ninety two. Okay. Yeah. Huh. It's it's weird, and uh, I mean, so there's a lot of questions about time in this episode, uh, and also like, I mean, we know that like in terms of referential uh, material, like the the creators tend to reference things from a hundred years ago, right? So I mean, yeah. they're probably referencing like '60s Bond, right? Yeah, they are like also the face of Smash Adams, and this is is very late Bond. The Roger Moore was the guy's name. Like Roger Moore was just the point where Bond became a waxy faced caricature of itself, just getting incredibly corny. And kind of embarrassing, and everyone was just kind of willing to... It, it, Silver Age comics, more or less. Except for, also, there's this waxy-faced Brit who is boning, insert whoever the hell person is today. So they're kind of doing the whole wacky slapstick Bond adventures right now. Which is particularly hilarious because 
half of what Goldeneye was was saying, Hey, remember how stupid all that was? <laughs> well, we haven't reached that point in time yet. We're still thinking that it's awesome, I guess. Because uh, they say, so basically, we're still in the movie. We don't know this is a movie yet. But uh, so Smash Adams is sneaking around on his tiptoes. He's like touching stuff on the walls in order to find a secret entrance. And As he, we all do. Uh, and he, he pulls an arm on a statue and spins the fireplace around into a dungeon. Uh, in which, in the dungeon, he finds a, a, a doorbell, basically, that is a, to a video call to call somebody called Dr. Decay. I feel like they shouldn't give a dental license to a Mr. Decay. <laughs> I mean, it's not his I fault. I have often thought that about Dr. Payne. I've met one in my career. Oh, that's oh, amazing. Yeah, I, for- I do know a computer guy named Bill Hacker. <laughs> that's awesome that's so sick shit's great i mean like you were born to be yeah. at that uh, point. so i'm gonna disagree with mike completely on this one i'm gonna rather than yes and i'll go with the classic uh our family no actually <laughs> <laughs> fair enough uh yeah we should uh and of course a, our cousin billy makes a bad podcast <laughs> As opposed to us, we're the every we're the bunch of people on a real good podcast. Just that anyway, one really so, felt like it was going somewhere at the start, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> My name is uh, Mister One Hundred IQ. Yeah. <laughs> That's a perfect score. My my last name is Mike thinks through his ideas before he says them. <laughs> okay, so, uh, yeah, we should say real quick that uh, Steve is a medical professional, so this is, like, a little bit uh, on purpose that we have him on the... Uh, the, the it's actually a complete episode. accident. He got on this podcast call and we couldn't make him leave. That's right. Yeah, wrong place, wrong time for all parts. <laughs> Thank goodness he started recording serendipitously at the same time. And that he took all those notes ahead of time. Just weird how that works out. God, the universe sometimes, guys. God's love uh, is mysterious. So, yeah, we're gonna come back to that 1992 reference here. Here in a while. Oh, I'm pumped. We'll, we'll I'm so there. pumped. Uh, but okay. So anyway, he rings the doorbell to uh, Doctor Decay. Excuse me, Doctor. I don't have an appointment, but I thought I'd just drop in. And the doctor drops him down a evil chute of, like, into the basement and into a chair of evil dentist stuff, right? Which, like, quick and, time out. He was yep. sneaking into the building so he could ring the doorbell. <laughs> That's right. Uh-huh. On the one hand, yeah. On the other hand, that is Bond. I mean, it's Just, fine. <laughs> whatever. But, I mean... Like, it's not my biggest, like, you know, nitpicking part of this 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 fine piece of art that we're dissecting, but okay. Anyway, whatever. That's, that's Playing I'm it up whatever in Doug World. Whatever. That's fine. Yeah. Like, I yeah. want to say they have an explicit call out to this happening in every Bond movie in Austin Powers where... Oh, you're, you're all right, giving too much credit. Like, we've <laughs> snuck into the base and then, oh, hi, uh, could you capture me now? Because this is an obligatory part of this whole experience. Yeah. Well, so this is the point uh, where it kind of like as as the evil dentist is going in with the drill, uh, it kind of zooms out uh, into the theater, shows us the movie and that Doug and Skeeter have been watching this movie for the seventh time in theaters and they're uh, they're eating candy. And then suddenly Doug, his he, he takes a bite and his tooth hurts out of nowhere. He's just like, ah, right. And. I mean, is is that how like is is that how like toothaches and sensibly cavities work? Like that you just suddenly no. are like, ow. Like, okay, it's, whatever. It's, you feel a <laughs> bit of, as somebody who is 
had the unpleasant experience of having uh, to have a tooth removed courtesy of terrible, terrible mistakes. The You feel a mild pang for a while, then it goes away. And then suddenly one day it starts hurting really, really bad and not stopping. And then he's like, okay, uh, please, I need this thing yanked out of my head ASAP. I was going to say, I mean, it was sort of a funky thing. I have I have had personal experience, like an occasional sharp pain in, in teeth. But for the most part, you're talking about like toothaches. It, it can run the gamut, don't get me wrong. Um, but tooth pain hurts like hell. I mean, oh, when, yeah. when it's like there's more than one thing that can do it. But it can, it can really get you. I wasn't horrified by the way they brought that up. Um, but I was horrified by other things with <laughs> presented the information. But I, I will say from from my side, probably not classic, but not not so far off base that I yeah whatever Doug did. Fair enough. Yeah, no, it's a it is whatever. I yeah, I'll drop that. It's just kind of a uh, let's let's establish that he has a toothache. Uh, I do want to point out. I was kind of scared. Um, I, I so I guess most of my notes are written in a question format because I don't have the answers. Perfect. But, so he That's lands in for. the chair, smashes, like, you know, he, he drops in, right? And Decay lets him drop into, like, this, you know, dental chair slash torturing device, whatever. That's fine. Cool. This is how um, appointments work in most medical professionals' offices. And he starts, like, the, the, the evil Dr. Decay starts screaming. Tell me, Mr. Adams, is it safe? Is it safe? Several times right before yeah. he starts drilling. And I have no idea what he's going for. Like, what's the context? What a strange thing to, to be asking somebody while you're doing whatever you're doing for whatever reason is that a dental catchphrase i I had to pause and watch like three times i was like this is kind of creepy so they can do a good job with that but what 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 are they going for where was they mentioned this is the most exciting part of this movie what the hell happens after that in this alleged movie? <laughs> so my guess, uh, when you're asking, what does is, is it safe mean? My guess is they're asking Doug if he's, or excuse me, they're asking, he's asking Smash Adams if he's sure he has insurance, because otherwise it's going to be a dangerous bill. Oh, that's fair. The, uh, <laughs> the rest of the movie is just decay torturing uh, James Bond to death. Probably. <laughs> it's kind of a high concept film. Yeah. It's the most exciting part. They've watched it seven times. They know what the exciting parts are. This is the most exciting part. I was like, is it though? He's not escaping. He's just the rest of it there. is just him filling out paperwork after the procedure. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a Lars von Trier movie. <laughs> I'll pretend I know what that means. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what that means. Yeah. So that, extremely that Swedish and extremely the blueness of reality. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, uh, so anyway, uh, they they kind of like, uh, they cut out of this, they cut out of the uh, the, the kind of intro stinger, uh, and now it is Doug imagining that he is Smash Adams again. It's and like it's Doug frame version. for frame identical to the first one, except for instead of Smash Adams, it's Doug Adams. Well, there's a couple of things that are a little different. One is that, like, I mean, the, my favorite part about it is they modify the Smash Adams theme song to have, like, a goofy slide whistle in it because he sucks, and I love that. I missed <laughs> Yeah, that was a nice touch. I missed that. That rules. Nope. Nope. Ah, here we go. Whoa. It's so fucking good. It's, like, it's an actual, like, decent joke that just, like, rips on Doug. Uh, but... Then there's a, uh, I mean, he like pulls a, a, the same statue, except it's a, it's pork chop, and he's he's standing over a fire hydrant. He pulls the leg up. Aha! It's pee pee. <laughs> it's urine, folks. That old chestnut uh, you know and love. Indeed. Uh, but 
So the thing spins around, but this time uh, the room is full of like clones of those town goon guys that Doug always imagines beating up. Those like sinister guys who work at the town. The ones that do all the shitty jobs in town. Yeah. They're also minions that Smash Adams beats up, I guess. Uh, They were the night janitors in the last Smash Adams episode. Yeah, that's correct. And he beat them up there too. He sure did. Man, these guys, these guys. Get this a- is probably a comment on class politics. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> I'm not man. smart enough to f- elaborate further. <laughs> Perhaps you, the viewer, are. <laughs> um. As we all know, you who are listening to this podcast are extremely intelligent, as evidenced by the fact you haven't turned it off yet. <laughs> yeah. As evidence that it has demonstrably made you watch Doug like Steve has. <laughs> oh, God. I'm sorry, Steve. This is not a great thing you are doing. (laughs) (laughs) It's good to be appreciated for what we do. Yeah, thanks, Steve. Our art has a price. (laughs) And we inflict it upon society at large. Indeed, indeed. Uh, But okay, so like they fight and then they are able to defeat Smash by poking him in the cheek where his tooth hurts. And the, it's the uh, left side, correct? It's on the left side. We can all agree on the side of the mouth that's affected, right? Yes. 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 Totally. Okay, carry on. <laughs> yes, you can. You're just let the court record show that it's <laughs> been agreed upon that it's on the left I side. I have some facts that I want to point out from time to time. I'm not interpreting the facts. I'm just pointing out facts that I have found. And one of the facts is that we have established it is the left side of his mouth that is affected by the two. <laughs> Well, right now, time and also space are sick. Also, as we all know, dreams occur in the mirror realm, and as such, left and right may be swapped in the dreams. I'm just asking questions, man. Just asking questions. (laughs) Just asking questions. I'm not not asking questions. I'm telling you. (laughs) (laughs) Left side of his mouth. Carry on. Oh, man. Okay, so, uh, yeah, so so then that kind of, like, wakes him up from the fantasy. Uh, And now we have woken up in the Honker Burger, Wherein Skeeter is doing a, a examination on Doug with a, a straw and a spoon. He's doing some dental work. Now, rem- these guys are 11 years old. Do 11-year-olds have baby teeth still? I don't know. Because I- usually when the problem is with a baby tooth, they just pull it out. That's it. <laughs> well, we know from our experience here that Doug acts like he's in high school, but is 11 and goes to an elementary school that looks like a high school. So maybe in this universe, even though your body evolves slower, maybe your teeth are mature quicker. And I was going to say, yeah. depending on the tooth, you could have, I mean, you, you think about it, like you lose your first tooth, what, like somewhere in that like kindergarten through second grade, and that's where they get all those school pictures where the two front teeth are missing and all that good stuff. And I think yeah. it could be a process. I bet. I actually I have no idea off the top of my head, but I bet by like age 11, you could still have <laughs> one or you still have a few. I bet there's plenty of adult teeth. It, it didn't jump out at me as horribleness. <laughs> there are other things yeah. immediately jumping out at you about why. For example, the part where an 11-year-old is crying open his buddy's mouth and saying, hey, let me look at your teeth. At McDonald's. Yeah, there were a lot of why They're questions during this particular scene, <laughs> but none of them were whether or not it was, you know, appropriate to be having having Doug have a toothbrush. Sure, sure. Uh, so, yeah, they, he's, Skeeter is poking into his mouth, 
Uh, and he says, Did you know that one of your teeth looks just like my Aunt Mabel? At this point, I literally said out loud, I hate this fucking show. <laughs> and then this bit lasts about 300 years. Yeah. It keeps going. It just <laughs> for keeps no pay. Like, who is this for? Like, like, when cartoons make jokes for adults, I get that. But this isn't a joke for adults. This yeah. isn't a joke. <laughs> like, I, I have an overarching thing on this. Like, this wouldn't even rate a B plot in any other show. Like, this is... Like, in other shows, there's a thing, like, in live-action ones, actors got contracts, they have to have so many lines per show. This is the C-plot that explains why this character wasn't in the main body of the show. Towards the front of it, oh no, I'm worried about the dentist. Then you don't see them for 45 minutes, and then at the tail end, they come in at, depending on how you want this to happen either a funny or an awkward moment to say oh by the way it wasn't actually a big deal no instead you get a full 11 minutes of something that has a hard time carrying a minute yeah well i mean it is for connie and patty because they're also at the booth and they're fucking amped like as as there's nothing going on in this town well no one has ever been excited about dental health ever (laughs) and yet here they are Really jazzed about someone else's dental health. Oh, let me see. Where? I want to see. Oh! Oh, it does! It looks just like... But they are seeing one of their friends pry open another one of their friends' mouth in the middle of McDonald's. That would, I'd at least be... From inter- across a table. Can we comment on Skeeter's posture during this, by the way? I just remember Please. being very unsettled by it. Oh, yeah. He's sort of like in this weird, like... A non-Euclidean like a, like a Inverted butterfly from, like, a hockey goalie. He's like, <laughs> no one ever moves like that or sits like that. And he's, like, on the table. Do you want to use that table after Skeeter's done? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, he's just... Oh, come on. Get my crotch all over it first, and then you guys can do what you got to do. Both has Skeeter's crotch and everything that was in Doug's mouth. And he just wipes his hands on the table. (laughs) That. Oh, God. Yeah, he's he's poking around in there. Uh, And Patty, Patty and Connie are just like, that's so sick. They're just like so amped. Wow, the tooth does look like your Aunt Mabel. Yeah, like, let's really dwell on the Aunt Mabel joke. Like, we got lots of great Aunt Mabel material, so let's just sit on it for another 30 seconds. And then we got another one coming up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. But, yeah, so, anyway, Doug is like, yeah, no, that's check around in my action. You're not looking for your aunt. You're looking for my toothache. And then uh, Skeeter (laughs) sticks his fingers in Doug's mouth, and he goes, hey, it looks like you got a cavity. And, like... I don't know anything about dentistry, but how do you tell if someone has a cavity? You use an x-ray. Do you? <laughs> yes. That's how you find you the little ones. You could see one if you had a good eye and it was in a weird location. Like, you know, usually they'd like happen like between the teeth, so it'd be pretty tough to see, which is why you have the x-rays. But <laughs> you could see, I mean, if it was like right dead center, I mean, I guess you, you could see like a little indentation. I, I suppose it's possible, but I was impressed that he did it without light. <laughs> or any experience <laughs> or sterile and tools. And I think from what I can tell in the episode, this is the only diagnostic that gets done on Doug throughout this process. I mean, we'll we'll get there when the dentist works on it. Yes. Uh, does, 
Yes. This is the only exam that happened in the episode with You're Skeeter's so... non-lit honker burger straw and other straw exam <laughs> in the inverted butterfly on a restaurant table. It's like, what the hell is wrong with this town? Oh my God, you're so right. God, <laughs> okay. No so, one's going to gainsay uh, Skeeter. Skeeter's yeah. an important man about town. Well, and it's going to play it. Well, we'll get there and everything, but like, I, I've spent a lot of time thinking about are Skeeter and Roger the same person? And this this episode's full of evidence on that front because how else would the dentist know? Anyway, carry on, carry on. We'll, yes. we'll get oh, there. shit. Yes. I didn't yes. think about that. Oh my God. Okay. You're so right. So right after this happens, uh, like, so Patty, there's this weird, there's, real quick, there's a weird section where like Patty's like, oh, the dentist isn't bad at all. And Doug's like, how many cavities have you had? And Patty's like, oh, wait, I've had none. Actually, it probably sucks. Like, I d- yeah, first Doug is pissed off at Patty for showing empathy, then he gets pissed off at her for not showing empathy. <laughs> What's your fucking end game here, funny? Such a blank slate of a character. Uh, but okay, so then, yeah, so Steve, we need to get to your point, because right now, Roger rolls up, and he's just like, oh Skeeter man. Skeeter is silent for the rest of the scene. Yep, that's yeah. correct. He's there, stone cold silent, and Roger knows stuff. Roger knows yeah that funny has a toothache and i'm like he can't have known yeah because he doesn't he doesn't hear most of the stuff from across the hall like he doesn't hear that uh you know that doug is afraid like he doesn't hear that part he only hears that doug has a toothache he says he has a rotten tooth and so like the shared body transition must have happened between when doug said when when skeeter told him that he had a cavity and 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 over to the point where uh before he got nervous about it right yeah man that's a good point i didn't think about that holy skeeter gets pissed off at doug being an asshole to patty and trans forms into roger <laughs> right. the avenging angel <laughs> the one yeah. who originally put his mitts in doug's pie hole then makes a comment about a dentist putting their mitts in doug's pie hole yeah this is the exact <laughs> phrase used like it lines up nicely in in my mind yes yeah the precise line i bet the minute that quack gets his mitts inside your pie hole you'll be screaming like a baby Yeah, unlike me, who is a much more qualified and effective dental surgeon. Did you see what I did with two straws? Yeah. I just had to sit there after they said that line in, like, stone-cold silence, paused the cartoon. I was like, what an odd structure of a sentence. What a weirdly (laughs) dirty-sounding phrase. I was like, what are... Why? Why? <laughs> yeah. I just sat there for a little while. I watched it again. I was like, did he say, like, let's get the exact verbiage right? I didn't write it down, but I just listened again to make sure I had this right. Yeah. And just pure disgust. Yep. And then it's, carried on with my day. That's yep. uh, the Doug experience, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. And this shows that, like, Roger is one of those guys who, like, you know, distrusts medicine, distrusts science in general, right? That he's just like, all doctors are quacks and all dentists are quacks because they get paid by the tooth. Right? That's what he says. So Yeah, and this is a really important point from my perspective because <laughs> I really started thinking so let's let's take a step back before we get into this. Let's paint the picture. So all of Jim's opinions on the world and how it should work. I generally feel them, but if Jim's at like a nine or a ten, I'm at like a three or a four. So just <laughs> that's that's your background about me in general. So point is here. He actually brings up a really important point about a topic near and dear to my heart, which is the problems with what we call fee-for-service medicine. Oh, yes. And I can see here that Roger 
is clearly against fee-for-service medicine. <laughs> but Jenkins, I can't quite tell because Roger's the bad guy. <laughs> but he does make a very valid point that maybe you shouldn't incentivize people to do stuff just to do stuff because it creates a conflict of interest. Anyway, I, th- I thought it was fascinating. Yeah, yeah that's a, a good It's a very point. weird throwaway point about that is an actual problem with medicine. And, um... I mean, other ways they've done this, P.S., no matter how you do it, somebody gets screwed. It's a question of how you decide it, and that is a wonderfully nuanced discussion that, unfortunately, I'm forced to concede my brother and sister know far more about than I do, courtesy of being actually on the pointy end of it. But it's... but you but you'll talk way more confidently. About oh, absolutely, it. <laughs> yes, you will. Once again, I'm at a three or a four, and Jim will get you at about a nine or a ten. Yep, it's very important to speak with absolute certainty, regardless of how personally uncertain you are. Also, the core of this podcast. <laughs> Fake it until you make it, baby. Hell yeah! <laughs> oh god, I do All agree our... that NASA scientists are quacks, though. Oh my god! Yeah. Only specifically because of what is in the middle of the earth, right? No, but uh, I think Jenkins' like stance on this has to be he's pro pay for service because the d- the dentist is like a cool, calm, collected character, and Roger is like a blathering baby at the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah it probably makes sense. I think that's uh, a fair interpretation. I mean, we set up Roger as the bad guy. Says that hey, if we incentivize people to do things to you, they won't ask if it's best for you. They'll just do it so that they can make money. And then the nice, calm, cool, collected dentist at the end definitely doesn't take out extra teeth just because she's incentivized to do so. Because everybody who is a professional and a higher up in society is ethical by definition. So you, you right. make yep. a valid point on that when you've reconciled this one for me, Sam, and I appreciate it because I was losing sleep over what I thought <laughs> was a really good point from the bad guy. That 10 seconds of tossing and turning was just ruining you. It was devastating. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, so Doug Doug also gets nervous about this. Uh, he gets nervous that, oh no, they're gonna like pull out all my teeth. Uh, and it cuts to the uh, d- the back to like Doug going to bed, and he's like, you know, putting he's like brushing his teeth, getting ready for bed, and him and Porkchop are brushing their teeth together, which is awful. Totally, Doug is brushing his teeth, <laughs> and Doug is fr- putting out the toothpaste for their two toothbrushes at the same time. The dog is using normal. Judy's toothbrush. <laughs> yeah. Also, their toothbrushes look incredibly similar, and I would be so nervous about like swapping. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're so swapping micro, uh, internal microflora. Nothing weird about that. Just imagine a dog brushing his own teeth in real life. It's just like <laughs> open mouth kissing your dog every night. It's perfectly normal. Awful. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, so there he's, Doug is just like, man, you know, one moment you have a perfect smile and the next moment you're gumming applesauce. And, okay, so... I have a question real quick on this. Uh, So it sounds to me like Doug has never been to at least the dentist in this town. Like he's never, maybe he's never been to a dentist ever, but he's never been to a dentist in this town because he's he's never had like a six month checkup, right? Nope. So this must take place before the first year, right? Or maybe they just don't take him to the dentist. I I I mean, so (laughs) can we establish when Doug moved to this town for the record? We'd like to, but as soon as you figure, if you figured that out, please let us know. 
Yeah, because it's supposed to be over a year ago based on the show's canon, but we are unconvinced that they, we're they kind take place of in the same sure. We're kind of sure that he moved in after some of the episodes happened. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah we're, we're going to try to give you a very compelling reason later on that I know the exact month that this set, that this oh. episode is, is filmed in. Okay, right. awesome. I'll awesome. be interested okay. to see how this goes because I may have... Not confident. filmed in, but set in, I should say. Yeah. There totally. we go. Okay. Oh, it was clearly so, filmed in the distant future. That's not a question. Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. Okay. So anyway, uh, so we basically now Doug goes to sleep and uh, he's like worried. I mean, he's still consistently believing Roger for some reason. And uh, now it uh, cuts to Doug imagining back in the fantasy zone uh, as him facing Dr. Decay as Smash Adams. And Steve, is what you're talking about here, there's a calendar in the back, right? Is this what you're there talking about? are at least three calendars in this episode. Uh-huh. The one you're referencing right now has 16 days. I'm going to throw it out. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, no, it tracks to me. It's a four by four grid. I noticed it said April. I didn't notice the 16 days. That's excellent. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, in the fantasy, I will I will be very specific that, that there are 16 days. But there's another calendar that's in, in, the, in Doug's real life that, that has an appropriate, a very specific appropriate number of days. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm uh, so, so excited. Yes, it says this. April in the fantasy. That is not the month that I think the actual episode is set in. Okay. Okay, so this mm-hmm. is taking place at some other time, and that that makes sense. I mean, it's just a fantasy. Also, it's just, it's a just a fantasy. also Smash Adams lives in the month of April, as we all know. <laughs> of course, yeah, it's a very good detail they added. Like we definitely wanted that, yes. more yes. than anything in this episode. I but think anyway. they're speaking directly to us. I think that this is a message. For <laughs> That's us. definitely not a bad sign for your mental health. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I also want to point out that Doctor Decay has a PhD. In, in the fantasy, okay. yeah, which is an interesting thing for a dentist who's a DDS, <laughs> uh, doctor of dental surgery uh, yeah. in, in the real world. Yeah. Uh, they, they, they don't do PhDs in dentistry to the best of my knowledge. <laughs> so I just, an interesting side note. Theoretical dentistry. Yeah. Yeah. He actually is a theoretical physicist. He just picked up the dentistry as a side gig after the... Well, that- yeah, like he got a PhD in something else and then just started doing dentistry on the side. Well, that makes anyway. sense because he's not really a dentist he just has dental equipment in his office yeah. right? after his medical startup completely went bust he had to fall back on this and uh well there were unpleasant results so basically uh smash adams doug gets thrown into this dental chair and uh you know they do the bond thing of you'll never make me talk dr decay <laughs> oh i don't want you to talk mr adams i want you to suffer <laughs> There's also a thing where it shows that he has an x-ray in his lab, right? I'm so glad you brought up the x-ray machine. Carry on. So I I don't know much about what's in the x-ray. The one thing I saw was that when he walks through the x-ray, it shows that he has boxer shorts on. And I guess, I mean, Sam's talked about the dick bone before. and Maybe it's to hide his dick bone. Yeah, know. the penis shows up on an X-ray. <laughs> right, so I, I did not pay close attention to the waist down on this <laughs> because my eyes went immediately not to the boxer shorts, but to the 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 spinal column, which okay. in this in this starts at what we call. So we have, all right, there's three areas of your spinal column. Hell yeah, sidebar time, baby. <laughs> it's time, baby. I learned it from the best. All right, C-spine. <laughs> Cervical spine is the neck. T-spine is the thorax. And then L-spine, lumbar spine. 
in Dr. Decay, we see several cervical vertebrae, which is fine, so that's the neck, then connects by a bone that does not exist in the human body directly in the midline to the sternum in Dr. Decay. He has no thoracic vertebrae, so that's your spine <laughs> on the upper back. He has zero. I checked, I watched this like six times, paused it at every angle. There is an extra bone from his C-spine to his sternum that goes down through his sternum, and I didn't see where it connected to the L-spine, but he does have lumbar vertebrae. So that's my first real, like, sort of strange insight into the world of, well, not the first strange insight into the world of dog, but a truly medical one. He's got no thoracic vertebrae and an extra bone connecting his sternum oh to his neck, God. which I got to know where the esophagus goes. How do you <laughs> carry on? You're like, you're like, quick, print out a hard copy in hands. <laughs> <laughs> I spent a lot of time on that on that particular sequence. Also, as a sidebar, since you brought up the dick bone, Sam, <laughs> yes. can you see yes. a penis on an x-ray? And the answer, my friend, is yes, you can. You can see outlines of soft tissue, and more so in CT scans, but you can do it, I suppose, if you've got a weird film on an x-ray as well. There's sort of a tongue-in-cheek radiology reference out there. You can do a little like Wikipedia search on it if you want, called Throckmorton's sign. Throckmorton's sign refers to whether or not, if you can see the dong on an x-ray, if it is fall, it always has to fall off to one side or the other. If it is falling off towards the side of the pathology, so suppose your appendix goes, that's on your right side, suppose you get a CT scan of it and the penis is falling off to the right side, you can tell that from the CT, you would then say it's a positive Throckmorton sign because the dong is pointing to the side <laughs> of the pathology. So when you're like, reading an x-ray or a ct scan as you're a smart aleck resident you can be like as we read this film we can see a positive throckmorton sign here in the bottom of the picture and then you can see the appendix on the right i'm furiously taking notes right now yes yeah please do look up throckmorton sign when you're done today because i I think it's great i think you're gonna say something like oh if you if the penis bends to the right it's like seven years good luck (laughs) (laughs) that's also true but for unrelated reasons i was gonna say sam take notes so that your jokes can be educated (laughs) Never. Yeah, I want really, really in-depth, goofy medical humor in in the rest of this show. Because Throckmorton sign is great. I like that somebody thought it up. I like that it has decent, widespread knowledge throughout the medical community. It came up more than once in my training. People think it's funny. And it is. It's hilarious. You can see penises on (laughs) x-rays. I also love... I also love that we are continuing the trend of every guest we have being way smarter and better at stuff than us. <laughs> yeah, no, it's very important we keep that going. It mu- it's important yeah. our relative social status be completely clear to everyone listening to this podcast. So good. I love this shit, man. Thank you for that insight. That is amazing. I'm so glad. You've broken the tradition of every sidebar being completely useless information, for which I must curse <laughs> you. But I do thank you for the info. I'm just glad somebody noticed the boxers. I was not thinking about Throckmorton's sign before we started recording. All I was really fixating on was that extra bone. But thanks, Sam. Thanks. I never thought I'd say this, but thanks for the dick reference. Oh, my God. You're welcome. Oh, my God. Okay, okay. So, uh... Then we, we, oh my God, where were we? Uh, We cut out of this. Yeah, we cut out of... Also, uh, oh yeah, we did kind of brush over this. Why is the x-ray of Dr. Decay... Why is it on? I think it's just like a, a vision. It's just an x-ray portal. Anything on the other side is an x-ray. Yeah, I just went, whatever. I, I asked myself the same thing and just like, fuck it. It's fine. Yeah. It's just, it's a joke. It's joke adjacent. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Amazing. Carry on. 
So, so we cut out of this. Uh, I, I guess Doug wakes up at some point, and then he goes outside, and he, he talks to uh, Mr. Dink. No, he's, and, hold on. I want to jump in real fast. After the uh, no, Mr., no Mr. Adams, I want you to suffer, Doug returns to our realm, and he's just ch- chatting with Porkchop about how, eh, maybe I can just do nothing, and it'll all turn out okay in the end, which has been the moral of literally every episode of Doug so far. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, but for, for some reason, he doesn't fucking do that this episode. He actually takes action. It's weird. It's, like, uncomfortable. Um, so, he, so he says that, and then he sees Mr. Dink off to the side. Uh, and he goes up to Dink, and he's like, hey, Mr. Dink, have you ever had a toothache? And he's like, well, sure. He goes, well, what did you do? I waited to do to see if it would go away, and it did. Like, because I had cavities all the time. And Doug is like pumped. He's like, wait, that means I don't have to do anything. And at this moment, I like I had a thought of like, what if someone turns off the episode right now and they're just like, oh great, I just fucking don't have to do anything. Yeah. It's like, oh perfect. Uh but it turns out that uh, Dink, uh, he, he, he says, oh, when was, when was that? And Dink, he pulls out his teeth. He's had dentures this whole time. And he says that it was 12 years ago. And his voice is now normal. Yeah. Dink loses the lisp when he pulls the dentures off. Which is how it works, right? I mean, I maybe. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> the answer is sure, no. Whatever. Yeah, the answer is <laughs> no, completely no. Without it's the- almost over. <laughs> Like, one of the major, like, you use your teeth for talking in ways that are not immediately obvious to you, but in general, for example, the T sound involves you putting your tongue up right up against the point of your teeth, which I'm now horribly conscious of, and you are too. Without the teeth, that sounds a little funky, and people without their teeth in, as a result, do sound weird. They do not, as in the case of Mr. Dink, suddenly go from it's entirely normal, Douglas, to it's entirely normal, Douglas. Well, let's see why that'll be (gasps) 12 years ago next Tuesday. Boy, has it been that long already. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's also possible that he has fucked up weird teeth in because apparently he says his teeth are made of titanium alloy. And is that God, that's an awful thought. Maybe that's a maybe that's a Bond reference because there's the villain Jaws that has like the steel teeth. Oh this shit! This is what Jaws did after he was done working for the bad guys. I forget if Jaws died, but I like to think he went on to be Mister Dink. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> he becomes an author who lives next door to went Doug. Went to school, and got an English degree, gained like three hundred pounds. It's a great. Where are they now? Married a woman yeah. who hates him. <laughs> does live the dream. Does, <laughs> does Jaws talk like Mr. Dink does? I don't think Jaws talks. For that reason. Yeah, that makes sense. This is canon now. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you that Jaws never talks, and I will not research this. <laughs> also, I same. do want to point out that like you've had a spoon in your mouth. You know what metal tastes like. No. Imagine <laughs> this whole time. <laughs> this entire time, yes. Imagine having the taste of metal in your mouth 24-7. Gross. Mm-mm. Heaven. <laughs> Just he's sucking on pennies. Very also, good. then, what comes up is the shortest and also most horrifying Imagination Zone sequence we've had <laughs> yeah. to date. It was very unsettling. Yeah. Doug 
imagines himself briefly with dink teeth. And he asks, and he does the line from, like, I think it was from the pilot episode. Sweet throwback from the pilot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, let's shag some balls. <laughs> yeah. He asks, in this thing, he asks, Hey, Patty, you want to shag some balls? <laughs> you don't really do that in golf. I mean, I know there are places you can, but, like, what a weird sport to bring it up in. Why? Like, it was so bizarre the first time around. Why did we go back to the well on let's shag some golf balls? Just... <laughs> They love extremely, like, odd language in the show, like shag yeah. and cream. <laughs> like, I played a lot of soccer growing up. Like, you know, like, we use that turn of phrase, like, all right, go shag balls. You know, you just sucked badly, so now when I miss, you can go shag the balls. Like, that's a, that's a phrase, but you don't. I've, I've never I've never run into it in my extensive playing golf for funsies career. <laughs> well, I guess... Jenkins and whoever else is writing this, that was just their favorite thing to do with golf. It was that's like, just what they did with their wives, was <laughs> have them shag balls. Oh, God, yeah, that's what it is, because he said it to Tippy, and now Doug is saying it to who he imagines his wife is, even though he still looks 11 in the fantasy. Whatever. Uh, he looks 11, but... <laughs> Whatever. R- recall, Doug suffers the personal time break. He still has the torso he will have at 45. Right. Oh, God. Well, it's awful. <laughs> At least, Doug, this uh, this kind of breaks... It. Wait, and Dink is also... He's like, well, my teeth were so rotten, I don't know if you can really call them teeth. What the fuck would you call them, then? <laughs> awful stumps. I don't know. Also, his head <laughs> expands by, like four sizes at one point during all this for no payoff at all. It just sort of... I feel like there was a gag they were building towards there that they just never actually followed through on. <laughs> and of the opinions we've gotten so far, this is the only adult opinion on the matter. If I'm, if I'm, that's correct. right. Oh my God. Which I am. Let me state facts again. We've gotten lots of opinions <laughs> from children. Roger, Patty. Patty was a little off, but whatever. We got Roger. We got Patty. I don't know if Skeeter. I don't remember if he had an opinion on what Doug should do. But so far, we have Roger, Patty, and Dink. With only one. Does Doctor Decay yeah. count as an adult? He's fictional, so now. Ah. Yeah. No, he does okay. not count. Yeah, he's in Doug's mind. Right. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, you're right. Uh, he, there's no His adults. His parents don't drive him to the dentist. Or go yeah, to him we'll with the dentist. Yeah, we'll get about the informed consent process here in a little bit, guys. We've got some <laughs> oh, the yeah. office on this one, for the love of God. But, yeah, no, no, there's one adult whose opinion was granted before the dentist just started doing whatever the dentist does, and it's Dink who says, don't go. <laughs> <laughs> The perfect moral. Holy shit, that's good. Well, Doug decides, he's like, well, now that I've heard this advice, I should go to the dentist. So, yeah, like you guys say, he goes by himself. Uh, He just goes. The dentist office can't be as bad as everyone said it was. Who the fuck is everyone, Doug? People in his mind, in his fantasies. And as we're about to see, I'm going to argue that, yes, it is as bad as everyone says it is. Because <laughs> yeah. the uniforms are those, bad. Uh, those details there at the dentist office, I mean, like, I started, like, I, I, I stopped keeping notes eventually, but, like, the plant has, like, weird leaves that look like rotted teeth. Like, everything is creepy in oh, yeah. the dentist office. Oh, yeah. They're wearing teeth on their head? 
Yeah. I love There's it. a bunch of posters that are just awful in the hallway. There's so Oh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it was only on the third watch through that I found that the plants were also tooth related. It was just fantastic. <laughs> this is just awful. We're going back to the Cthulhu well on this one. But like there's that old classic Lovecraft nonsense of, yeah, various bodily parts showing up where bodily parts should not appear. This part has been consecrated by the one of those that's about teeth. Yeah, too many teeth. This also explains the constant screaming echoing through the halls. Yeah. So anyway, so I mean, so I guess he he rolls up. So and Doug doesn't have to like demonstrate that he has insurance or like pay. So maybe this is in a land where they have universal health care. I I don't know, man. Like <laughs> probably not fee for service, man. If they're doing universal <laughs> health care, they better not be doing fee for service. It ain't gonna fly anyway. <laughs> Jenkins true. did say that this is a world without like bills and stuff. So okay. But it's so, a world without pain or suffering. Well, it also is a world where you get toothaches and have to go to the dentist, though. So you're seeing the faults in Jenkins' understanding of utopia run up against his need to do a TV show. I guess. So uh, Doug reads that the dentist that he is coming to see, Dr. K, uh, went to the Dental College of New Hampshire, which... At least they're keeping some of their terminology for, like, fanciful places like New Hampshire and Bumpo and all these places. They're keeping them consistent, right? New Hampshire exists. that was exists. hilarious. That was the only part I laughed at the entire episode was New Hampshire. Because <laughs> that's funny. I like that a lot. Yeah. It's the other uh, state in this country. <laughs> right. Those Bloatsburg, Bloatsburg, which has Bloatsburg State and New Hampshire University, which are the two... And fucking Miskatonic University. Right. Yeah. Well, Miskatonic is a transfer school. Right, of course, of course. Also, since when are credentials the thing that Doug is worried about? At no point was he worried that, oh no, what if the dentist doesn't actually know anything? That wasn't set up at all. This is a resolution to a problem that wasn't brought up. Right. Oh, God. Well, so then he did. Doug eventually gets called in. Uh, they call him in as Doug Furry. And Hell is, yeah. Which, <laughs> first off, I was like, oh, no, what's Sam going to say? <laughs> <laughs> I've caught myself. Doug's thinking, an otter. Like, this is our first. He's been in the dentist office for like maybe 20 seconds of, of the cartoon. And we have our first HIPAA violation. I want you guys to pay attention next time you go to any sort of healthcare facility. They are not in general. I've never seen it anywhere I've been. There's laws against it. You're not going to have somebody call out your first and last name on your way back to the exam room. They'll say, <laughs> Doug. Is there Doug? And then Doug gets up. And then they'll verify who you are. So we have, we have our first HIPAA violation, which I don't remember when HIPAA became... I don't know all like the regulations and the time frame on I know the regulations. Don't know the time frame on HIPAA, but as of 2020, that that's not cool. That's a HIPAA <laughs> violation right off the bat because anyone in that exam room knows that that's Doug Funny who's getting called in. Yeah. Damn. It's generally considered bad form for you to walk out to the center of a doctor's office and say, "Bob Johnson, your bad dick pills are ready." <laughs> Well, so Doug gets called back in, and he gets called into this intermediary room. Smooth jazz killer tofu plays. The most important room in the time argument I have thus run into. Yes. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. So here we go, guys. It's there. We can't make out which month it is by the, by the name. You can't see, like, in April like there was. Yeah, it just like, says mouth of the month. Mm-hmm. Right. 
But there are 29 days in the calendar you can see in the background. So there aren't that many months with 29 days in, in you know, the last 30 years. I went back and I tried to find, doing some straight Googling, which month, which, which February the 29th, because it had to be a leap year, mm-hmm. which February started on the 1st and ended on the, started on Thursday the 1st, because that was the yes. date. And I found 1996 exactly fits My the bill. God. Yeah. So this yeah. is actually February 1996. That's when this was set. This is retrofuturism. Steve, I'm I'm going to argue with you on one point about this because oh, I shit. also thought that it was 1996 from that. However, if you look, it shows the days of the week on the calendar and this calendar starts on Monday. So Monday oh, is no. on the far left and Sunday right. is on the far right, right? So that means in this instance, the first is on a Friday and there, and there are two dates when it's on a Friday. (laughs) What are they? Those, those years are 1980 and 2008. Those are the two within the gap. (laughs) Oh, now you've like sentenced me to watch one more time this God so I can see if, you know, we, we have a saying, it's, it's trust but verify. I'm going to have to go back and watch that. Because 1996, at least in the ballpark, holy shit. Right. 1980. And what does that do? Yes. Our James Bond references, etc. That does. Oh, oh James shit. Bond, that's when Doug was born. This is, <laughs> the year this is Doug literally born. 12 years, 12 years before the last, like, concrete reference we've had. Or it's in the future. Or it's 2008. Right? <laughs> it's, it's one of those two. Because I looked for the band. I looked for the band. I looked either either side of 1991. Which is it going to be? And, like, it's just because they have a calendar that's dated wrong. Like, they have a calendar that's in the wrong day. And Roger so- has strong opinions about health care in 2008. The year Barack Obama is going to be elected and push up the Health Care Act. <laughs> 2008 <laughs> jive. Jenkins was on to something. We have... setting it in the future, which is actually... Oh, God. I hate to tell you this, Steve, but that actually ties in in a couple of ways, because that's the year oh, Virginia shit. becomes a blue state. Oh, God. Son of a bitch. <laughs> well, Air Mike sold me on this whole... Yeah, that was a Monday to... Wow. Holy I shit. It works either. better. I mean, it clarifies some things. It opens up another can of worms of, of you know, the whole Doug timeline, but still. Holy shit. Yeah, dude, no. we we have repeatedly seen evidence that Jenkins can see all timelines. And wait a minute, wait a minute, holy shit! Okay, okay, here we go. So we're all gonna this come out of this be... real brain damaged people. Totally, dude. Okay, so we like throughout this whole episode, we discussed no adults have been present. No, Doug doesn't have to be driven to the office. Doug doesn't have to pay. Doug doesn't like consult with any adults. Doug is an adult. This is 19, this is 2008, right? So this is happening in the future. Skeeter dropped out of dental college. Yes, Doug has inherited the house. uh, Like, because we see later, we saw in an earlier episode when old Doug and old Skeeter showed up that Doug does inherit this house, right? So 2008, Doug is what? So let's, that what? That puts him, how many years? 17 years in the future, right? So he's 28 right now. Doug has inherited the house and he lives here and he drives himself to the fucking office. That's why when he when he has the fantasy of himself doing the shags and balls thing, that's him in real time. Patty may be his wife at this point. We never see a shot of inside his house. This is the 2008. <laughs> it is 2008. It has to be. Yeah. Yeah. I, my brain God. can't wrap around that. I can't do it. <laughs> 
It's rejecting this. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's 2008 while simultaneously, per the laws of the time break, remaining in uh, 1992. Because I do regret to inform you, while we see that calendar, and that calendar provides us with more information than we could possibly hope to know, then when we get to the waiting room where Doug is brought to, there is yet another calendar, and that one says it's March. <laughs> Fuck Wait, you. where's that one? Is that in the... No, the... but that's another 4x4 four four bullshit calendar. Because <laughs> this episode loves decorating with calendars. Like, how many times you walked into, like, a, a doctor's office or a dentist's office seeing, like, calendars all over the fucking wall? It's, <laughs> it's kind of creepy. That's just decoration. Ignore dates. it. It's another 4x4 four four grid. Check it. <laughs> Don't worry about the 4x4 four four calendars. The 4x4 four oh four calendars God. are not involved in any medical rituals. You heard it here first. Ugh. Okay. Well, okay... So let's move on. Let's see if we can get some more clues in here. Uh, Doug walks. They they take Doug through the hall, and they, they walk through this gauntlet of, like, fucking creepy-ass posters, right? He stops, like, six times. <laughs> yeah. The creepy-ass like, posters are all just the things you'd be scared about in a dentist's office. Yeah. They're all, like, uh, like old movie posters of, like, one of them is, like, rinse, and it shows someone drowning in a, in a whirlpool. <laughs> it's like, Jesus, dude. <laughs> like... They're all like creepy ass posters. Um, but okay, so and, and he and this is where Doug goes into another fantasy, right? He goes into another Smash Adams fantasy. And he imagines that Smash Adams escaping from Dr. Decay, right? By kicking <laughs> him in the drill and then jumping through the man-sized ducks in the ceiling. <laughs> to go out the front door. <laughs> yeah. What a real hero, Smash Adams. And he's not even strapped into the chair anymore. Whatever, who cares? Um <laughs> Great superheroes run away. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, he's, he's a real hero. But uh, running like hell. <laughs> right. Uh, so they take him into the office, and uh, this whole... Doug, like, sits in this awful chair that looks like a Worst. mouth. Worst. I will not sit in the mouth chair. Yeah. I, I would never sit in a mouth chair. Who the fuck? <laughs> right across from, like, a really unsettling tooth poster. There's plenty of them throughout that area, but I remember there's one just to his left. There's, like, a perfect circle of teeth, which I don't know what they're even trying to show. Just horrifying. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't have anything against going to the dentist, but it, that's the most unsettling thing I've ever Just seen. Just the perfect circle <laughs> of teeth to put you at calm. This is where you will go when you die. Yeah. God, Sam, what would you do if they tried to put you in the mouth chair? <laughs> I would freak the fuck out and then leave. <laughs> Would you, would you leave the? Would you be like, well, I guess I have a cavity forever. I now. would tell them to go buy a normal chair. <laughs> you'd, you'd, you'd give me a gamer the- chair for fuck's sake. <laughs> Anything but the mouth chair. Yeah. Like, <laughs> guys, hey guys, welcome to the stream. I'm streaming from the mouth chair today. <laughs> <laughs> Do an operation on me in a race car bed, not the mouth chair. Yeah. This is a symbolism of what's going to happen to you after we're done here. <laughs> you guys should see the prostate exam chair. <laughs> what's it look like? <laughs> Sam, we go now to you to describe the prostate chair. No. <laughs> hey! <laughs> oh god, it's just a it's just a regular it looks like a giraffe. It's like a regular chair. It's like a t- Anyway, it's also a mouth if you think about it. <laughs> yeah, man. What does that mouth do? <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> so, so Doug, so Doug, this, and this whole time Doug is hearing like screaming, right? There's like screaming that's reverberating throughout the office. It's awful. Yeah, no, like, and nobody comments on it. There is nothing except like just there is howling through the halls as he walks through. He's just like. Does anyone else hear that? No, no one else hears it, Doug. Your examination will start shortly. The doctor's with another patient right now. I liked to think that it was like the recording. You have like that, like like soft rock music in the background. Yeah, instead of soft rock, they just have screaming. That's awful. Oh man. Yeah. Well. So anyway, uh, and Doug, and he, oh, and he looks to the left as he's sitting in the mouse chair, and he sees Dink's dentures are here. HIPAA oh, violation. Why? HIPAA violation. You can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> One, HIPAA violation. Two, did you look at what those three sets of teeth are? Go for it. Okay, the front one that has Mr. Dink's name on them is the teeth of Mr. Dink in their usual perfectly rounded setup. And normally it's like, okay, this is a cartoon. This is how these things go. The next one has a tooth arrangement sort of like a human's with one set of sharp incisors. But courtesy of the contrast to Mr. Dink's teeth, they look like they're fucking vampire fangs, which in and of itself could be, okay, fine, whatever. We treat both cartoon people and actual people here. And then there's the third set, which look like a fucking jigsaw puzzle. Right. Like, there are these weird snarled ones. There's one extra long tooth that's, like, halfway through the front. There's two just small jutting up, like, fanglets coming from the right side. It's like, <laughs> well, you also least... have non-Euclidean patients. <laughs> well, at least those don't have a name on them, so at least they're not exposing that person. Yeah, they didn't defend me. Yeah. <laughs> if they had a name on them, they'd probably make your eyes bleed to look at them. Right. Those oh, are Lamar man. Bones dentures. <laughs> Maybe They're made actually. out of skin because he likes irony. God. Gross. Uh, well, eventually Doug is like sitting here. He's freaking out. and then In the mouth chair. <laughs> in the mouth chair. Just chilling in the mouth chair. You just imagine the chair like slowly contracting and closing around. Yeah, it's just like time. smacking its lips. <laughs> yeah. There's a tongue that like caresses his arm. <laughs> and the thing is, those chairs have to be adjustable too, right? Yeah. So it does sort of open and sort of close, right? That's great. It's How many like times do a- you think the dentist <laughs> has done that to scare a small child? It's just an awful carnival ride. <laughs> Oh, well, so anyway, uh, Dr. K eventually comes in. Uh, She's just Patty Mayonnaise with green skin. (laughs) Kind of. She's nice. She's a nice, chill lady. And, uh, you know, she just comes in and she goes, So, I hear you have your first cavity. From who? Who did she hear it from? Aren't aren't you the dentist? Should you be determining that? She's not going to examine him, by the way, because examining the patient takes time. When you've committed to doing the procedure, shit, let's just get get in there, I suppose. (laughs) But she heard it from somewhere, and that's a fact. That's important. Which tooth is it? Who gives a damn? (laughs) No, somebody told her is what's important. Somebody did. Yeah. And, I mean, okay, so Steve, you made very careful note. That uh, the the affected area is on the right side. There's, I don't remember. Does she go for the right tooth? 
Actually, it's, it's, it's the left, which we established okay. on multiple occasions. That's and right. She doesn't right. make a direct indication one way or the other. Actually, this gets back to probably about, you know, it only feels like 45 minutes ago in the episode, <laughs> but probably closer to three or four. Uh, there is an, a problem with, there is a problem with Schrodinger's, Schrodinger's tooth. Okay. Um, it, it is on his left. Then he walks up and looks at himself in the mirror. And the mirror is holding its left, and he's holding his right in that moment. Oh, shit. So there is a problem in there. I mean, like, yeah, whatever is kind of my, my end point on that one. But factually speaking, there's either a Schrodinger's tooth problem going on there, or, shocker, the, the writers got lazy and the animators didn't quite get it right. <laughs> or she didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> or she didn't do anything. I like that, too. Oh, yeah, that's great. Oh, shit. Maybe, yeah, it's maybe like, yeah, oh, your mouth's fine, idiot. Get out, of the, get, out of the, get out of the mouth chair. Here's a lollipop. <laughs> Need that for drilling all those tooths. Right. Well, so anyway, uh, and she's just like, all right, well, it's time to rip that bad boy out. And it, uh, it fades to black and then uh, comes back and hooray, it's done now. Uh, it wasn't that bad at all. Yeah. Doug's Didn't like, show you the part that was bad but wasn't that bad. <laughs> not like that part that everybody was scared about with like the needles or the possible pain like showing that that part wasn't bad nope like we didn't want to go there just <laughs> nope we faded to black and it's fine right yeah they didn't feel like showing uh awful dental horror uh and so yeah and doug is just like wow that's it huh well it wasn't that bad at all <laughs> oh good let's just drill some more <laughs> I am so surprised that Doug wasn't just like, okay, sounds good, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> of course, say so. Whatever you say, ma'am. <laughs> Whatever you say, authority figure. Get in there. <laughs> also, she just sort of says, Mr. Funny. And there's just a complete cut and a complete change in her tone of voice. I must say it was a pleasure working on a patient as good as you. Like, what the hell happened there? Like, was there yeah. supposed to be a different bit of dialogue? I, I mean, I, she's probably just like, oh, you're so funny, Mr. Funny. <laughs> I'm a good boy. <laughs> Banter. Yeah, exactly. And that's why she calls him Mr. Funny, because he's 28 now, and it's 2008. <laughs> yeah, that fits. I, I really like that he's 28 also, 2008. That, that just makes me feel so much. And we can tie this all the rest of the way back with, why would Doug immediately feel relief on seeing some woman he's never seen before? He's terrified of female authority figures as well. Oh, unless... She's Patty Mayonnaise. Ooh. Like, oh, okay. Who married somebody named Kay, I suppose, and took their name, but that... Yeah. That's, oh, shit, so that could... She could literally be Patty... Oh, my God, okay, because she's old Patty now. Yeah. Oh, no, okay. That's the, oh, why would he feel calm on seeing her? Otherwise, that you'd expect that to be oh. the point the tension gets ratcheted up to a million, because we're oh about to God. get to the hard part. Oh, God, this is the future. This is Patty <laughs> <laughs> Patty K. Oh shit. Okay. Maybe that's like her middle name, Doctor Patty K. I, oh man. Okay. Out, she got tired of people, patients asking. No, is your last name really mayonnaise? No, fine. I'm going. She just oh, married no, it's a the K. Jenkins universe. <gasps> the Jenkins universe. She married somebody named. Yeah, K. makes it. sense. And that fits with the chronology of like Jenkins's real life, where he, when he went to meet Patty in the future, like in his life, she was actually married to someone else. Oh, <laughs> Patty's married. Yeah. Owned. This is it. This is the, oh god. We've okay. We've all learned so much. It all makes sense now. It 1992 is 2008. Yep. 
I think we're all better people yeah, now. I it. wouldn't go that far, but I'm grateful you will. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So in this, then, uh, Doug, they, like, Doug and the dentist, like, they make fun of, like, people who get nervous about going to the dentist. Like, what, what in the world, <laughs> right? Doug is just such a little toad. Yeah, they both make fun of people like that. You know, not everyone is as calm about going to the dentist as you are. You'd be surprised how nervous some people get when they come here. Yeah, <laughs> can you imagine that? And then there's another round of screaming. <laughs> yeah. And it turns out uh, that Dr. K has another patient who is just screaming waiting for her to come in. And he's been screaming this whole thing fucking time. And let me pose a question to you, gentlemen. Do you think she's already been into that room to at least, like, start an exam or, like, say hi to that person? Because I'm going to argue that the answer must be yes. Okay. Because how else would she know that Doug had a cavity on the left side other than the fact that Skeeter slash Roger told her a second ago and there's no respect for HIPAA in this universe she was like hey what's the deal with that guy who's coming in like oh yeah that guy's got a cavity on the left side I saw it with my own eyeballs when I was down in the reverse butterfly at the Honka Burger and she's like sure <laughs> no part of that sentence sounded weird to me that's awesome I'm so that's so funny that it's like in our universe also where... that her reaction to hearing that was oh okay thank you for telling me that stay in this chair <laughs> yeah I'm going to go address that patient while I leave you here for reasons. See you in a bit, idiot. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You can't leave the mouth chair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No one stays in the mouth chair for too long, and he's been in there for a couple of minutes now. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, and, and so, like, then she, like, goes out and, like, goes to see him, and Roger, like, sprints out and then, like, runs all through the halls. He's screaming that, oh, God, she's going to come and clean my teeth. And then, like, they make fun of him again. Both both the dentist and Roger make Doug, fun Doug. Of, of the, the dentist and Doug make fun of Roger for having a low pain tolerance. Yeah, and the exact line is like, I guess Roger's got a super low threshold of pain. <laughs> and then they just start laughing, which is not really joke adjacent. It's not really funny. <laughs> I mean, like, there are people with more pain. Like, what? I don't understand. Yeah. You're just being <laughs> shitty for the sake of being shitty at that Fuck point. Fuck that guy, am I right? Yeah. Like, that's, that's what we do, guys. We always talk about the next patient while we're in with you. It's literally the ending of a Super friend show. Uh, <laughs> well, it would be the ending for a ha, ha, laugh at the suffering. Except for, no, remember, this is fucking Doug. We still gotta do the moral, gang. Right, you could have ended there and had people infer the moral, but instead we still have to get to the ending and sit on our own balls for the delivery of the moral <laughs> when we make it explicit. Yeah, yep. we have to spell it out and we spell out the wrong thing. <laughs> yep. Yeah. This whole tooth business wasn't as bad as I made it out to be. I guess I sort of made a bigger deal out of it than I should have. And it sort of boils down to that sometimes you're scared of being scared, which makes you scared. Yeah, it's like, let's take a time out here and think about the plausible morals for this episode. Like, what, what could have worked? Because I, I wanted to do this, I, I, I neglected to, but had I been thinking, I would have paused right before he made it explicit, and I would have written it down. Because I got, <laughs> when you face your fears, sometimes you learn that what you were scared about wasn't so bad. That's yeah. an okay moral. I can dig that. That's good for the kids. Um, yeah. Moral number two, don't listen to adults. They don't know anything. <laughs> That's fine, I guess. Whatever. 
at least it's like consistent with what like the data that's been given to you in this story. But yeah. no, instead yeah. it's like this weird like drunk FDR. The only thing you have to fear is fear itself, which makes you scared. <laughs> and it's like, what are you? What? <laughs> and then it, then it's and even then it's not over. They gotta like get weird at the end too. <laughs> Like, yeah. all you want to do is just turn off your, your, your screen and make this go away, and instead your brain implodes again one more time. Yeah, no, sometimes you're scared of being scared, which makes it, sometimes it's just, you get scared about nothing meaningful. And then, by the way, be afraid that uh, a dog is going to steal your dentures. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, the next thing they show is that Dink is looking for his teeth on Doug's front lawn, saying that he knows he had them on there earlier, and... Ben Porkchop has has his teeth and he's dressed in like a Spanish costume using them as maracas. That's it. <laughs> That's like, let's put a cap on it with that one. We'll just do a weird flamenco reference and then yeah. we're good. Go 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 to credits, I guess. Like I, my brain hurts. It just sucks. Dentures cost like $10,000 porkchop. You just <laughs> ruined his dentures porkchop. And his yeah. are more expensive. They're titanium alloy. Oh, right. yeah, that's right. He's, like, he's got pennies in his mouth. I forgot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, I love that the moral is anxiety exists. Yeah, right. Fuck that's you. what I was thinking. I was thinking like, that's literally anxiety incarnate is that statement of being scared makes you scared. and That makes you scared. Like personally, from a personal standpoint, I will attest that that is anxiety incarnate. Right. Yeah, like oh. this is. A fairly common, like, source of just getting utterly furious at uh, poorly considered mental health initiatives is there is a common joke made at the expense of raising awareness for raising awareness's sake. Like, okay, we just want you to all know, anxiety exists. Great. (laughs) Thanks. Now what? Right, it's not yeah. let's go conquer our fears. That's not what yep. we're going to do here. It's just we're going to say sometimes you're scared of being scared, which makes you scared, which gives your 11-year-old absolutely nothing to fly off of. Sometimes things are scary. <laughs> Got it. Okay, good. Thanks. I mean, that's that's Doug, right? That's the show is it's you like the the one thing that we've said that Doug is like okay for is that it demonstrates that anxiety does exist like that it's okay to feel that way well not not even that it's no, okay, it's to, not feel okay to feel that way right. it's counterproductive to feel that right. way yeah, like Roger feels that way. that way and he is ridiculed for it yeah right so it, it is shown that anxiety is there but it's not about what to do about it it's, it's very just, bad and you should be ashamed of it yeah that's what anxi- it tells you anxiety is there <laughs> and if you give into it in public people will laugh at you behind your back your doctor is laughing at you behind your back you little scary oh, pants what are you God, gonna I do cry that. about it oh. thanks jim great fucking moral personally the moral i took from this episode is that sometimes you just gotta get in the mouth chair <laughs> <laughs> Moral I took from this episode is that sometimes your dick points in the same direction as the thing that's wrong with you. <laughs> oh my god. Well, so that's the end of the episode, guys. And god, thank you, Steve, for coming on this show. Thanks for giving me meningitis. <laughs> <laughs> I was really glad to to hop on board and not only like, you know, strongly come on with how I perceive the timeline, but have it tweaked in a way that just fits much more nicely with a model of the universe i just <laughs> i feel a lot better about the doug universe than i did before i i came on the show which i thank you guys for uh, i also do hate all of you for this because 
This is terrible. And I can't unknow what I know now. We're oh glad you were providing yeah. a service. The Doug brain spreads, baby. Oh, man. Well, Steve, thank you. Like, it's been a, an absolute joy to have you on here. Uh, I have to ask, like, is there anything that you want to plug or anything that, like, you want to share in this? Oh, gosh. Um, I will say, I'm not, nothing fancy to plug. I will say a uh, great plug for take care of yourself, see your doctors. Good preventative health is, is an important thing, especially in these hard times. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Uh, but, no, I have no great products to get out there for you. Respect HIPAA. And respect HIPAA. Oh, <laughs> no, we don't. We don't actually oh. talk behind your backs to the next patient. <laughs> well, thank you, Steve, for uh, giving us a good moral uh, for this Doug episode. Uh, thank you, everyone, for joining us on another episode of The Funny Papers. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.